It's the voice of the one and only DJ Scream, letting you know that you are now in tune to the Casual Flex, where culture meets sports and casuals are welcome. Now here's your host, Philip Dukes. Yo, welcome to the Casual Flex. I am your host, Philip Dukes, aka Dukes D Scoop. Catch me on Instagram and Twitter at Dukes D Scoop. And while you're at it, make sure you go like right down there and uh hit that like and subscribe button. But today, I want to make sure that everybody knows that this episode is being sponsored by Slippers Count. Stay dangerous for sure. Shout out to Donace. Follow him on Instagram at one Donace. Somebody being held in a uh, penitentiary with no evidence. But at the end of the day, you know what it wow. is. But man, shout out to him, man. But without further ado, I got my dog, Columbus Finest, Auburn's Finest. <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles finest. Arizona Cardinals finest. Roger Hood. What's going on, Hood? Man, bless, brother. What's what's good? Oh, not much, man. You know, I gotta play it up a little bit for uh for the podcast, but without further ado, you are one of the most like like first of all, one of the fastest guys that I've ever seen. Uh another thing is one of like somebody who had an underdog story and won. Like a real movie script of a story. So, before we get into it, let's just talk about like when you got to Auburn. You were a walk on. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, you were a walk on. What inspired you to keep going further, knowing that you know what they like some of these guys better than me because they gave them a scholarship. Yeah. If you had if you had that in the back of your head. What inspired you to go further and work as hard as you did? Yeah, dudes, man. Um, first off, bro, like I appreciate the love, man. And and um, the thing about me was yeah, it was that underdog mentality. You know, hey, I'm not six foot. Um, and when I played high school ball, I really didn't play a lot because my junior, senior year, I had injuries. I right. broke my ankle my junior year, broke my shoulder my senior year, so I really didn't play that much. And even though when I was out there, I made things happen, I made plays – people didn't think that I could be able to have the longevity in college based off of my injuries. Right. And so, um, you know, my thing was Auburn was one of the schools that said, look, we don't allow you to come in as a preferred walk-on, which just simply right. means that we're going to allow you to come in, you know, when the scholarship guys can come in. And I was right. just like, man, look, if I can get an opportunity, I know I can show what, what I can do. Right. And man, I just, Hey, continue to keep the faith, man, continue to pray. And then, you know, you have a family, my dad, my brother, would support my mom, dad. They was just like, look, we know you can go out there and do it. And they back. So I was right. just ready to roll from there, bro. Like, hey, I was like, look, man, everybody put their pants on. Like, I put mine on. So like man. now it's just like we got to go get it now. Like, hey, the best, the best man went out. And I'm gonna give you my all so, Right. Now you know what? And the and the saying now is line it up. Like you better exactly. than me line it up then. Line it up. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. And uh one thing I, I always saw about you was how fast you were. Did you run any track? Man, I didn't. I ran track my senior year because I was trying to get more looks in college. But I played basketball and, and played baseball, you know, throughout my um, growing up. So, right. really, I, I, I didn't care for track at all, to be honest. But I just knew, right. like, they was, like, your size, and they always wonder how fast I was. So, I went out there, and I, you know, my senior year, and I went to the state, I went to the state um, in the 100. But I okay. wasn't a guy who was a, you know, I wasn't a track guy. I was just a football guy that had speed. Right. And so, man, it was just like, look, I always just pride on myself on saying, like, look, if 
I'm the fastest man in the stadium. That's all where I always believe that, and I always try to pride myself on that. And so, you know, because when you're small, man, you got to be able to run. You got to be able to separate yourself. Right. And so, you know, when you have speed, man, it makes up for a lot of things. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and uh, a lot of times, like, uh, I talk to some of the younger guys that are fast, and I tell them, like, play fast. And when I say that, I mean, as long as you play fast, sometimes you can erase some of those mental mistakes that you made. Like, you know, you can erase some of that if you get there faster. Definitely. But, you know, and uh, having speed is a real gift. But in your case, it allows you to play offense and defense. So when I say offense, I consider special teams to be offense if you can return Mm -hmm. the kick, right? So uh, based on when you're on offense versus defense, what was the biggest difference in mentality versus the two? Well, I think it kind of it kind of go hand in hand. Like for me, um, special teams was like, look, I'm trying to put my my team in a position to score or score myself. And then right. it was like defensively, hey, I try to take the mentality of Dion, who was like the trendsetter. Like, look, you throwing that ball my way, I'm gonna create a turnover and, and, and take it for six. So it was just that kind of mentality. Um, but it was like always being offensive, even on the defensive end. Mm. So, you know, and that's why I try to tell young guys all the day, like the guys who I train or the guys I coach, my nephew, I try to tell them, like, look, man, even though you're playing defense, you can't have a, you know, a um, a reactive defensive mentality. You got to have an offensive mentality. Like, look, mm. they throw this ball my way, I'm going to make them pay for it. I'm turning right. the ball over. I'm making turnovers. I'm dang on, you know what I'm saying, making them score when they throw it my way because I'm going to score. So right. I just try to – it's almost like the paradigm shift. You got to give them a different mentality. And, mm. um, you know, when, you, when, you, when you're when playing from that end, instead of playing not to get beat, because that's a lot of guys, you know, when they play defensive back, it's like, hey, I don't want to get beat deep. I don't want to – then that kind of makes you, you know, uh, passive. Right. But you want to be aggressive, man. You want to attack the ball. and You want to be able to say, look, if you throw this ball my way, I'm going to make you pay. So I just try right. to kind of get that mentality. No, that's dope. And – um. I think one thing about it is I think a lot of people don't realize, man, I think you scored, what, four times in the NFL as a DB? Four? How many yeah, times something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, like four, four or five, something like that, yeah. Yeah. But, and, uh, but from that point, when it comes to Roger Hood, the man, what gave you the integrity to be one of the guys that stayed out the way? Like, you made a lot of money in the league. But you were mm-hmm. always one of the guys that was heard about as one of the better men in the league as far as somebody you want to mentor, somebody that – I mean, excuse me, somebody that you want your guy to be mentored by. Like, as far as when you were able to get all the success and the money and the fame, like, what kept you being that guy who was just 100? Well, man, to be honest, man, I just – I knew that didn't make me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I my, – my dad was always – used to tell me, like, look, man, you're, you're – your word is your bond, you know, mm-hmm. and you try to, you try to help people. You try to be there for people, you know what I'm saying? Cause you never know your situation a change. And, right. and for me, it was like, I wanted to be able to provide for my family. I wanted to be able to um, get them something different to be able to see and put us on a different level. And, you know, sometimes money can do that. And so for me, man, it was just like, Hey, I'm going to help as many people as I can because I've had a lot of help on, along the way. Like guys like Brinson Buckner, um, who just kind of mentored me into the NFL game, you know, because right. it's a big difference between college and the NFL. Right. And, um, you know, to be able to make that transition easy and be able to sustain myself there, a lot of guys gave me a lot of love and showed me a lot, and I just wanted to kind of give back like other people giving to me. So right. it was kind of easy, man. It's like, look, I, I just feel like you're a good person at heart, man. You want to see people win. 
Like you give it back to these young brothers, man, and teaching them like, look, man, on your Saturday nights, you ain't got to be out there in them streets. Hey, man, let's go to this game, man. You got an opportunity to get out the hood. Right. And man, it, you so it, people don't understand your value, man, because how you able to give to these young guys and get them thinking of something totally different in the street. Right. Nah, man, you know what? And I think um, sometimes our culture can be a detriment to us based on the fact of what we feel like we value. And yeah. to reintroduce value from somebody at a point where you're being a mentor or looked up to. It's so important. Like the guys that I grew up in the streets with, like when I say in the streets, I mean like the guys from my neighborhood who had the money, had the cars or whatever. A lot of them went to prison and I was just lucky enough to be the guy that they were like, you know what? Hey, 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 hey Duke special. Like we, hey, hey, we love Duke. Hey, hey man, Duke cool. Boy, go to school. Hey man, you know, and, yeah. and having that was so like important to me growing up to the point where it's like I give that back to these kids. Now, if you see me, especially in Auburn, you're gonna see I'm gonna have like six to seven, eight kids that are yeah, yeah. from my hood. Like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And they all like, hey, yeah, dude, yeah. what we doing? I'm telling them, I'm like, hey bro, look, I did this before. This is a place where you can grow. And uh for you to say that, man, like as far as being a mentor, it it means a lot to me because it it, it allows me to see that I'm seen and I appreciate yeah. that. Real talk. So man. let, let yeah, let, 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 let's change gears. Carnell Cadillac Williams is the head coach of Auburn University as it stands. <laughs> wow. Lack is the coach, right? Yeah, Lack. <laughs> Lack. So when you found out Lack was the coach, what was your first reaction? I was like, wow. You know, I was super, super happy for him, man. We was teammates at Auburn. Um, we played, well, I think, three years, two or three years together. Um, we just wanted to – I was with on that recruiting class to try to get him at Auburn. So right. when he was coming out of Edelweiss, like it was crazy. And then even to play with him our last two years, I mean, our last year at St. Louis, my last year at St. Louis with the Rams, we played together. And okay. then we graduated. We graduated together. Mm. Right? We, we went back and got our degrees, man. We sit up in the same class together. So, man, right. for me, man, it, it hits a little different to see like with the success that he's having, man, and being promoted to be the interim head coach, man. And I'm just so happy for him, man. I'm trying to I'm I'm willing to do whatever I can to try to get him to 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 stay up there, man, and keep doing it. I'm proud of him. No, no, hey man, it's it and you know what? The energy that Lack brought the team last week, right? Yeah. Like we yeah. saw we we saw a team sleepwalking through games, right? No question. And it's funny for guys like me and you you played mm -hmm. with him, and I know him really well. Like, yeah, yeah. To see lack and like, so if there were situations where the average coach would have been like, "No, I don't go for it," and lack was like, "Now we might go," <laughs> but they don't realize that that's yeah. his personality. Like, he feels oh, okay. like, and it's contagious because even at the beginning of the game when it was twenty-four to three, mm -hmm. he still felt like we gonna go. Yep. yep. Guess what? They ended up going. They went. They went. They followed him. That's it. So, with that being said, can you tell me about a time where Cadillac stepped up, even when he was young, because you were older than him, like maybe yeah. by a year, right? Yeah, think about a year. Two, yeah. two at the most. Like, maybe two, yeah. But when he was the guy who was getting handed the ball 30, 40 times, a time yeah. where he, like, where Cadillac stepped up and said, hey, we finna get this. Is there any time that you could think about 
when Cadillac showed himself as a leader? Man, Cadillac, to be honest, when he stuck on the field, man, just how he handled himself. You know, we – I mean, it was almost – it was running back you up there, man. We had Rudy Johnson, man. We had, you know, guys that that – you had Heath Evans. You had, uh, you know, about man. You had you had guys, man. That Ronnie Brown was the back. There. You had Cassinius Moore. You know, you had some C-Mo. great backs. Yeah, man. You had some great backs come through there, man. And Lack was the guy who was Mr. Alabama coming in, but he had a lot of backs in front of him. And he right. was a and he, and he was a freshman, you know. But man, he just kept working, man, and, and he kept, you know, he just was hungry. You could just tell how how much he wanted to be the guy. Mm. And he worked like that, like in practice, man. He was all out, and so they, they go about go crazy, like, like man, he he was crazy like that in practice. Like he gave a hundred percent in practice, and then you know when he got a got the handoff, man, it was like, hey, he was running just like it was game day. Right. So when he got in the game, it it it, it wasn't like wow, we we didn't know Lack could do that because we seen it. And so I, right. I think I remember one game and we was playing against Georgia down in. Down in Georgia, I think he rushed for like two hundred and some yards, man. Right. I mean, it was just like we gave him the ball like forty sometimes, right? And it was just like he wouldn't be denied, and everybody knew he was getting the ball. Everybody in the stadium knew he was getting the ball, and it was just like, look, man, hey, I'm gonna get five yards a pop, <laughs> and Period. it was like now I'm gonna take <laughs> and now I'm gonna, now I'm gonna take it to the house, and right. even though you know the greatest thing was to see how when he got hurt, you know, and then he came back off his injury. And Ronnie Brown was the guy too, right? And the love they had for each other, you know Ooh. what I'm saying? Like that's huge. That lets you know what type of person he is, what type of teammate he is. Because Ronnie B was shining, like Ronnie B, that guy, and both of them were that guy. And and Lack was hurt, but when he came back, man, he shared he shared the position gracefully. Right. And them boys became really close. And that's why I had a major respect for Lack, man, and and, and still do to this day. Nah, man, you know. Leading by example sometimes is I'd rather have a guy that can show me what to do rather than to tell me because at least I know if we get in the field, I know, like, if it's me and you, you're going to know what to do. But a lot of times sure. when people talk about it, they can't show you. <laughs> can't All right, from that, from, 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 from that standpoint, you play with the Philadelphia Eagles. And if I'm not mistaken, was Brian Dawkins not the safety behind you? Yeah, b Dog, Michael Lewis, yep. So – Brian Dawkins is a guy that a lot of people like have a a real affinity for. What was the most important lesson that Brian Dawkins taught you? I think the most important thing was his faith, man, in God and Christ. Mm. Like this dude heavy in the word. It, I mean, every Wednesday we was going to Bible study. Like he was like, man, he was just heavy in the word, heavy in his faith. And he knew he played. It, it was big in the football for him. Like, it was just like he put his family on his back, man. And he knew when he stepped out on that field, it wasn't about just playing the game. It was about glorifying God out there because of the talent mm. that he had given. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, that's what he, he always say. Like, look, hey, hood, we finna go out here and glorify him today. We finna go out here and praise him. And that's how he he approached it. He was like, look, I step between these lines. The gift that God has given me, I'm not finna just sit on it. Like, bro, I'm finna go out here and glorify him. And so that's why he played so hard. And that's why he played so intense. And um, that's the biggest thing I took from him, man. Like, Hall of Fame guy, but, bro, when he got on that field, he didn't play. He didn't allow you to be loafing to the ball. He didn't allow you to not play hard because he used to always check people like, look, bro, if you come out on this field, you with me, dog, we got a certain type of intensity and a certain type of mentality that we're going to have. Now, you know what? It's crazy because, like, 
Like, even sometimes, like, even when I got some of my young kids with me, I'm like, hey, bro, like, if you with me, we walk a certain kind of way. Like, we do a certain type of thing. Thanks. We not we not doing none of that. Like, because, bro, if somebody sees you doing that, they're going to think I'm doing that because you with me. Thanks. And to hear that makes me feel like, hey, man, like, dog is really the type of guy I thought he was. Because you can see it, but you don't never know. Like, and, you know, I always say this, and uh, somebody told me this a long time ago, is you should never meet your heroes. Like, because, you like, they might be a little bit different than what you think they yeah. are. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You, but to hear you say that, it makes me feel like, yeah, yeah, don't like that for real, for real. Okay, I got another question for you. The Eagles are balling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Eagles balling. Yeah. And they got A.J. Brown. And when I see A.J. Brown, I see a little bit of T.O. Mm-hmm. Did you play with T.O.? Yeah, man. That's my guy, man. Yeah, definitely. He's so, sharp for me, man. I ain't going to lie. Practice, what, man. He, we, we used to get at it. Give give me one good T.O. story, you versus T.O. Man, T.O., first of all, when we when we got there, T.O. came from the from, from 49ers, and we didn't know if we was going to get it. You know, T.O. was the best receiver in the league at the time. Him and Randy Moss was one and two, right? One, right. one A, one B. You know, it was just back and forth. Right. Um, but we didn't know if we was going to get him. So when we got him, man, he instantly changed the whole city. I mean, mm. the city just went T.O. Like, because Eagles is a big football city anyway. And they right. just big on their football. So we got T.O. was like, we're going to the Super Bowl. And T.O. was like, man, look, yeah, we're going to the Super Bowl. He didn't – it wasn't like modest. It was like, yeah, I got me a quarterback now. We finna go to the Super Bowl. Mm. And he just was that guy, man. Like, T.O., bro, I got 50 million stories to tell you about. T.O. <laughs> was just that guy, bro. Like, I'll tell you, dude, like, man, he he was the ultimate teammate, bro. Like, right. people, people – I mean, I don't know how the media portrayed him, man, but he was a great dude. Now, he didn't take no BS. Like, right. what he thought about you, he'll tell you. Right. And I can respect that. Man to man, it's like, look, he was friends with everybody. He was cool with everybody. But if you rub him the wrong way, he going to let you know. I got to let you know. Yeah, man. And that's that's what we that's where I'm from. Like, man, look, we don't hide behind what we say. It's like, look, if I believe a certain way, I'm going to tell you. And that's how right. he was. And that's how he right. is. So, right. but yeah, man, I, I think one, I think one time, man, we was he had he got hurt, and um, I think it was right before the playoffs, and everybody didn't think T.O. was coming back because he had broke his ankle, right? And everybody was like, man, you know, hey, you know, we don't know if we're gonna get to the playoffs, so we got, to, we, I mean, we were in the playoffs, but when we get to the Super Bowl, he was like, hood, he was like, bro, he said, I'll be back, and he said, I'm gonna give them everything they want. Ooh, I mean, this dude couldn't even. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at him, man, a week before the. The game, bro, he can he barely walking. Like, bro, he limping, bro, like barely walking, like in a boot. Next thing I know, man, he don't practice none that week. Go out like the day before the game, man, and start running routes and go up and put 120. <laughs> 120, dude. I'm like, man, what? Bro, he, come, he running out there like ain't nothing. And bro, he and look, he still the, the, the ankle still wasn't healed. A freak. Man, he's a dog, man. Real live freak. Man, you know what's crazy? I be seeing T.O. sometimes on social media right now running the 4-4. Man, for real. man, T dog, T.O. is a dog, man. And, and and the crazy part about it is, man, I was blessed when I was doing my football camp in, in Columbus. I, we, I used to bring athletes down. And so I knew T was living in the A, so I hit him up. I was like, look, bro, I was like, I know you busy, man, but if you can come, come down. Bro, he right. came down, man. He came down. And you know, for that time, man, kids was, you know, T.O. everything. Right. He came down, bro, and, and just showed so much love to the kids and teaching them about life. 
And that's right. the side that I really hate that people didn't see in the media about him. Mm. Oh wow, my my bad. Dude. I'm sitting on here watching my my nephew. He playing on um ESPNU. I mean ESPN two. Who? Colt? Caleb. Caleb Hood played for Jordan oh. Southern. Man, he just talked like a bomb. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Try for a part of my boy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Get him? Hey man, hey, T.O. was a monster though, bro. For real, for real. So hood. Let me ask you this. When I see a AJ Brown from mm-hmm. the from the Eagles, I see a lot of TO, like the body size, the way they play. So for somebody who played against TO every day in practice, right? Yeah, yeah. And somebody who's watching AJ Brown, what are the, the 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 similarities and what are the differences? I think the similarities is like you said, first size. Right. Power. You know, it's a business decision, man. You tackling AJ Brown just like it was when you was tackling T.O. Right. Like those guys, man, was not easy tackles. Right. They attacked the ball. You know, T.O. Some people say, you know, T.O. dropped the ball sometimes, but man, he caught a whole lot more than he would drop, and right. he attacked the ball. Um, and then two, you know, I guess T.O. was, and I, I might be, you know, partial because I see him in practice, man. T.O. was faster than most receivers, like. People didn't ever get that side of him. But, bro, on that field, he would outrun the best DB. You know what I'm saying? And he was physical with it. So, it was just like – and I see a little bit of the A.J. Brown. I don't think A.J. Brown is as fast as T.O. is, you know what I'm saying, on the field. Right. But I I see a lot of similarities in him, man. And and that's one of the reasons why the Eagles, man, floating right now, bro. Man. So, when we (laughs) talk about the Eagles, right? So, I talked to uh, Brandon – I talked to B.J., Brandon Jackson the other day, right? Yeah, yeah. I talked to him on the pod, actually. Okay. And he said, uh, hey, so you know, he's a Giants guy. Yeah, I already know. We and had battles. He said that the Giants versus the Eagles is the biggest rivalry ever. Like and he said, bigger than the Giants Cowboys, bigger than the Giants Redskins. He said the Giants Eagles was the biggest rivalry. What is the craziest thing you've seen? As a member of the Eagles versus the Giants, I guess against the Giants, man, we had so many because we were when I was with the Eagles, man, we was rolling like we was winning, we were like three straight years in a row in the NFC Championship. You know what I mean? Right. And we we used to have to go, we have to go against the Giants and Tiki Barber and Plexico and all those guys. So it was some, it was some battles, man. I think that. Um, you know, I think one of the one of the biggest ones when we played down in the, um, at Met, it was called Met Life at the time, right? And um, B Westwood had punted to to B Westwood. This is before he started really playing running back. This okay. was like my freshman year. Right. I mean, my rookie year. I'm sorry, my rookie year. Right. And I was I was just playing special teams at the time. I was, I was playing a little dime dime back, but I was playing mostly special teams. And man, they this before I started returning punts in the league and kicks. And man, they punted it. Be be Westbrook, man. He took it to the crib, to the house, to win the game, like a walk off. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> yeah, bro. Just ran, look like ran into the locker room, but game over. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so, you know, but that's man. I remember, you know, even even Brandon Jacobs playing against him, bro. Like, because when he came to Auburn, you know, we was close, and you know, to to be honest, I introduced Brandon to, to Kim. Ooh, Kim Lambie, yes, bro. Man, man, Ken was man, man, Ken was super cool. Like we was the best of friends. Right. And um, 
when BJ came, you know, he had asked me about her, and I was just like, man, yeah, that's my home girl. Like, I ain't, we don't talk, like, that's my girl. Like, we cool, good people. And right. I introduced them to him, man, and they, dude, it was just like, dog, once they met each other, it was like, you could just Over see with. the chemistry. Over with, bro. Like, it Over was just, with. I, hey, I knew. Look, hood, you know what's crazy? <laughs> I, I remember that. I remember that, yeah. hood. No, yeah. it's, it's crazy. I do remember that because at the end of the day, like, y'all was tight. But it was never no crazy energy. It was man, always just like bro, Kim bro, was one of the me, guys. Man, let me tell you how me and Kim hooked, linked up. Man, me and Kim he linked up, bro. It's so funny. Now I was standing across the street from her, right? And bro, some bats got in my apartment, dude. Bro, I come in, man, one day open my open apartment, and man, bats flying all through the apartment. They got through the chimney, and so I'm like, man, I ain't, I, I ain't even going back in there. I don't want nothing. Like we didn't have my clothes, everything. Right, and she was she she was down there. Um, and she seen me. She was like, she's like, well, where you going? I'm like, man, I ain't like I ain't going back in there. I'm fine. <laughs> she was like, well, you know, she was like, well, shoot, you can come over to the house, you know, cause I used to go over there anyway, cause we be out there cooking out and stuff like that. So I went right. over there, man, dude. I stayed on her couch for like a semester. Wow, <laughs> like that's how that's how cool me and Kim was, bro. Like I stayed on her couch for a semester. We used to drop each other off, cause you know you couldn't drive on campus like that. So we should the, drop the, each other the off Accord, the class. The Honda. Yeah. <laughs> the black Honda. Bro, you remember, bro? Yeah. Yeah, Come on, yeah. Man, nah, we man. Kim, we was cool, man. But it was funny, though, because, you know, when, 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 when Brandon came to the league, that was, like, I think my first or second year in the league, and um, he had went to the Giants. And so Kim was like, yeah, Rod, I'm in New York, da, da, da. And so every time they would come to the game, they would ask me for the tickets so they can get closer, you know, because they put them way up there to the top of the stadium. Right. So I used to get them tickets, you know, get to the game and stuff, you know, where our family section was. But it was right. cool, man, playing against um, Brandon, man. He was just – I was just like, man, y'all keep that big boy inside. I'm not trying to talk to him. <laughs> Let me ask you this. <laughs> what was your welcome to the league moment? Like, when you got to the league and you was like, hey, bro, this is different. Like, you know, I didn't I play it against some of the best guys in the SEC. Like, yeah. I'm in the league now. What made you know that you were in the NFL? Bro, what made me know I was in the NFL, man, we was um we was playing down in, in New Orleans. Okay. And um Eagles versus Eagles versus e the Saints. E versus Saints, dog. Drew Brees. We and so I'm in I'm I'm in um no, this, this wasn't Drew Brees. Who was who was the quarterback at the time? No, I think it was Drew. Okay. okay. Yeah, it, but I, anyway, it was it was my rookie year. And um Dude, I was playing. I was playing corner at the time, um, and Troy Benson was hurt, and I was playing corner. And they called screen, mm. right? So they ran a screen play, and everybody like screen. And so, bro, I'm on a block, receiver blocking me, and I'm and I'm trying to get it, get it off of it. And then I see everybody just running towards me, like these offensive line, defensive linemen, three hundred pound guys running, man, four seven, four eight, flying. And I'm like, dog, I'm trying to hold a block, trying to keep turn the ball back in. And right. bro, I just get just just trampled, bro. And so <laughs> one of the older vets was like, hey, 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 young guy. He was like, hey, he was like, bro, you ain't gonna last like that, bro. So you better get out the way. <laughs> he was like, he was like, man, you know what you he's like, now you finna get killed. But bro, my job was to turn the ball back in, you know, get him back to turn right. the ball back to the in. inside. Bro. Let me tell you like this, man. I because in college, man, they run to the football, but in the pros, bro, like it's a different type of run to the football, man. <laughs> Them boys, first of all, man, they 
they bigger, they faster. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I was just like, you know, you come from the SEC, you see different type of speed. But, bro, in that league, man. It's different. Dude, it's different, dude. It's, it's different. different. I, and I guess that was the one reason I was just like, wow. I mean, I, I see a lot of things. Like, I went against Randy Malls, man. It was just like, man, this guy too big, too tall, too fast to be that size. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it just, right. So, you got to think, like, I know you saw Tim Carter. Yeah. And folks yeah. be tripping. And folks don't yeah. really want to put respect on Tim's name. Yeah. But Tim Carter was a legit sub 4 3 guy. Yeah. 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 I, I, I tell you, I tell people this all the time. Tim Carter had the fastest split and goal reliefs ever. Ever. I have ever seen. No, ever, ever. Even I'm in the league. About, though, I'm going to tell you, only person ever came close to him, and he wasn't a fast guy, but his name was, um, we, I just called him, uh, what was his name? Um, he played with me in St. Louis. Okay. But other than that, man, Tim Carter, bro, split his split release, man. <laughs> still, bro, I haven't seen nobody like that since, bro. <laughs> and Real Tim talk. was so, hey, Tim was so cool, dog. Man, oh Tim, God. cool cat, bro. I never but met well, nobody man. cool like. Blazing. You know what? You and you and Tim was like the same person almost. Like, <laughs> as far as being that cool. Like, yeah, yeah. Blessed up, boy. Like, you had a one on offense, one on defense. Like, Tim was so <laughs> fast. And then Hood was like, you know, like, you was fast too. Like, like, Eric, like, when I thought, like, I heard so much about you being fast, bro, that it was like, hey, man, you know, Hood fast as hell. I'm like, bro, I just, I, I was asking what Jordans he had on. Like, I'm like, hey, what kind of shoes he had on? Like, hey, yeah, we hey, wear them jays, dude. Hey, man, Hood, <laughs> hey, Hood be fast, bro. Like, man, yeah. what? Like, like, <laughs> like, for real, man. Like, hey, where hood from? Shit, he fast. Like, what? Like, they got not doing nothing. But nah, man. Nah, nah, for real, man. Like, all right, last thing. I got to ask you this, hood. Like, for sure. Yeah, bro. And like, like, all right. So when it comes down to Columbus, and a lot of folks mm -hmm. feel like Columbus is out, like, I'm not going to say you. I'll say that Columbus is kind of like in Atlanta's shadow when it comes to yeah. exposure. Mm -hmm. But when you go look at the numbers, and I'm from the A, like, there are so many people in Columbus, and not even just Columbus, like the Fort Valley area, like yeah. the whole way around. If you go in that area, it's really similar to Atlanta. What is the reason do you think that sometimes people in Columbus are slept on? Man, when you talking about from an athletic standpoint or absolutely. Yeah. You know what, man? I, I think that just because the just the, the size, you know, you say the aid, man, everybody's like, you know, it's just it rings a bell. Even guys when they go off and they not choosing themselves, they they be from Columbus, then when they get to the big you know, nobody don't know Columbus like that. Everybody said Columbus, Ohio. So then, right. like, well, I'm just from the A. Everybody just say I'm just from Atlanta. Right. You know, just to make people understand where they at on the globe. Right. So I think that's why Columbus don't hit the way it should hit a lot of times because people like look when you say Columbus, they think about Columbus, Ohio. They ain't really thinking about Columbus, Georgia, unless you're from, you know, Georgia. Right. But yeah, man, it's some like. Some of the best athletes I ever seen, man, from Georgia, man, like from from that Columbus area. Like I, I tell people all the time, like I played with a lot of great backs: Cadillac, yeah. Ronnie Brown, like Westbrook, Buck Halter, Jab. Uh, 
I mean, dog, and I tell people, like, at the end of the day, man, Jop is one of the better running backs I ever seen. You know what I'm saying? We're talking just, about Jasper Sanks. Yes, Jasper Sanks, bro. Like, it was just, I mean, to see some of the things. And, and then basketball-wise, he was like one of them two basketball players in the country. It's like crazy. Crazy. You know, he just was a monster. So, he was from Columbus, man. So, Hood. You know, I forgot. I, I, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I forgot something. We can talk, <laughs> yeah. talk now. Yeah. Hood, you always come in the act, and you had a crazy handle. And I was the point guard in the act, and I didn't like that. Excuse my language. I didn't like it. I was the act point guard. I remember, bro. And used to come in there with this crazy handle. Like, bro, like, like you would come in there and throw the ball behind your back 19 times in a row and, and then walk out. I used to be in there running, man. Like, we, like, look, like, 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 for real, dog. Like, that's how we got that cardio in. Yeah, I used, to, I used to be so mad when you came, bro, because they'd be like, nah, I'll take Hood. I'd be like, bro, we've been playing for the last two weeks. Now you want to take Hood? <laughs> for real? But, like, look, let me ask you this. Like, you're like, like you a real-life Hooper, Hood. So, when you saw T.O., and and, and, I, and I done been out there a lot, throwing you at the house, yeah, yeah. at the full court, I've been yeah, yeah. there, right? Okay. I done seen them yeah, games. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. I ain't even check in them games. yeah. <laughs> No, nah, cause like no, T.O. used to be really serious about basketball. Man, when you and T.O. hooked up, cause I know you can hoop, bro. Yeah. What happened? No, it's crazy. We um, bro, in Philadelphia, you remember like the N one tour, tour, right? Yeah, like hot sauce. So, the, yeah, hot sauce. So 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 check this out. They had Skip to Malou, like all them guys, right? Them boys, most of them boys from Philly, New York, right? So Brian Westbrook threw a basketball tournament one time. Okay. Right, and had and one guys there, and so we played against. You know, we it was like a tournament. Okay, and so To was like, "Man, hood, I'm hooping, man, I'm hooping." I'm like, "Dog, I'm hooping too." Like, what? <laughs> Let's, go. Let's get it. I love to hoop, right? Right. So it's me, him, and we had this guy named Norman June, dog. He's from um, Louisiana, man. And dog, we we held our own, bro. But like you say, To man, he. He was serious, bro. Like T.O. go that mud dunking, going to the lane, going to the rack. Right. He was like, Ugh, man. And, and we used to play in a lot of like charity basketball, um, charity basketball games. But yeah, man, I, I love basketball. You know, that just that just love like, basketball. Like, no folks don't know you can really hoop hood. Like, I'm telling you, like, you know what man. I'm saying? Like for somebody who, who who used to do a little bit with the basketball, I was like, oh no, bro, different. Like he could really like hoods, you could have played college ball, bro. Sure. Yeah, man, I, I, I love the dog. I just, you know, you know, you get that stereotype, man. When you, when you get there, it's like, oh man, you know, you ain't but five ten, man. You can't really, you can't. And I, man, I had walked on in college, and to be honest, man, I really wanted to go out there on the, on the thing. But the coach was like, the next year he was like, look, man, you got a chance to play. We're gonna give you a scholarship. Hey, but you got to be about ball. You got to be about football. Right. And so right. it was just like, hey. <laughs> now, nah, but look, <laughs> you know, I I'm telling y'all this right now. Anybody who sees this. Man, Hood had that ball on a yo-yo stream, bro. Man, I do a little bit with it. <laughs> <laughs> I seen it, bro. Like, yeah, hey, bro. listen, listen, and I can, and, and you know, I, I, I can, I can dribble a little bit. Like, yeah, no, Hood yeah. can dribble, dribble for sure. <laughs> like, nah, for real. Used to, man. bro. Used to, not no more, man. <laughs> hey, look, I got, hey, I got my nephews, man. They be out there trying to take me back, out back, man, trying to kill me out there. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let's let's talk about the nephews. Yeah, yeah. Like, all right, so. You got two nephews right now, Eagles Landon Christian. Yeah, yeah. Colson Hood and Brandon Hood. And I got a son too. How, what? Yeah, I got a son, man. He dog, he 
coaching and branding them, they have justly like they have rightfully stole the show. Cause my son didn't play last year, but okay. man, he, he this year here, dog, he played linebacker. He, he a bad boy, dude. What year is he? He be here junior this year, but he didn't play. You know, he didn't play a lot last. Year. He was twenty four. Huh? He was twenty four kid. Yeah, twenty four kid. Yep. What's his name? Yep. Trenton Hood. Trenton Hood. Okay. Yeah. So yep. we're getting it first here. So you got to yep. think. Now Auburn is recruiting Colton. He had Colton has an offer, correct? Yeah. Yep. Colton got an offer. I know for a fact Cadillac is looking at Brandon. Yeah, yeah. And now we got Trenton. Yeah. And that's your son. Yeah, that's my son. Wow, what's yeah. the best part of his game? Man, you know what? The best part of his game is that he's not like his dad. Like, he's not – like, it's crazy, man. Like, he's the kid that he's built different. Like, he's probably 5'10", but, dog, he's like 210 pounds. Right. Plays linebacker, plays fullback. Running back, right? Right. And he would be – he is a starting running back now since Brian is hurt. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, dude, he 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 he's coming in his own, man. Like, I I mean, and that's why I tell people, man, because I'm big on, like, I don't, I don't you know, brag about it and stuff like that. Even with – you wouldn't even know Colton, my nephew. Like, I just – Right. My thing is, like, I like his play to speak for itself. Right. But he's – we got the playoffs tomorrow. He Last week he rushed for, like, 21 – he had like you know he had 14 carries for 120 yards. Mm. So you know he's kind of fitting that role since Brandon has went down as our star running back. But no nah, man, it's it's to come, dude. It's to come. Hey man, listen, let me tell you something. Like them hood is dog. Like it's funny because it's like you know, like the name is hood, but everything about like on the football field it feels hood, but outside the football field it feels like like. It 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 is it is it, everything but hood. It's really like black excellence, and uh, appreciate it, bro. And what yeah. what I say is like you know I give your flowers while we here because at the end of the day, like you know you got guys who like go to the league. You got guys from Columbus and grow yeah, yeah. hard. You know what I'm saying? And they gonna let you know that every time they get a chance. You know what I mean? But you were always the person that was like, you know what, man? I don't care where I came. I don't care that I was a walk on. I don't care that I'm from the hood in Columbus. I don't care about none of that. What I care about yeah. is who I am today. That's right. And I, I I really appreciate that. And uh, you've never forgot where you came from. And I think that's important too. So like, yeah. man, hood, if I can't do nothing else for you, bro, like Roger Hood, my partner, bro, man, thank you, bro. Sure. Hey, same here, man. It's a joy, man. I appreciate, you know, just the opportunity to be able to want to speak to me, bro. That's real talk.